From the Financial Times in London, I'm Caroline Binham, the FT's financial regulation correspondent. This is FT News. Is there an ethical problem in British banks? According to the Banking Standards Board, one in eight bankers say it is difficult to progress in their careers without flexing ethical standards, while more than a third worry about the negative consequences of voicing any concerns, according to one of the biggest surveys of the industry by the Banking Standards Board. Here to discuss that with me is Martin Arnold, the FT's banking editor, and also Colette Bowe, who chairs the BSB. So, Dame Collette, I think this was the second survey that the BSB undertook. Could you explain a little bit about what you were trying to uncover? Yes, indeed. And in fact, just to get it quite right, it's actually the first full survey that we did. What we did the year before was a pilot study as much to test the effectiveness of our survey technique as anything else. So this year, the year we've just reported on, is the first year of our fully worked out survey. What we were looking at was how to understand what makes for a good business culture in a bank. There are some generic features of good business culture, but we are particularly interested in what that means for banks. And our report looks at a number of different elements, respect, honesty, competence, all of those things, which together in their various combinations go to make up a good culture. What we're saying is let's probe down into what a good culture might look like in a particular business. So for each of the firms that we looked at, who are the members of the Banking Standards Board, we did a survey of their employees. We had focus groups with various groups of people in the firm, and we had quite structured discussions with senior executives, board members, chairmen, etc. So in total, we surveyed 28,000 people across the industry, which I think makes this the biggest survey of this sector in the UK, I think. Certainly fairly comprehensive. There's a lot of it that makes for sobering reading as well, though. What were you most surprised by? The thing that most concerned me were two things. One is the number of people who said that they felt they would have to flex their ethics to get on. And in a quite different way, the number of people who said that working for their particular firm had a negative impact on their health and well-being. About 13% of people said that they felt that they would have to flex their ethical standards. And nearly a half of people in the survey said that to a greater or lesser extent, working in their organisation had a negative effect on their health or well-being. And I thought in their different ways, both of those were very, very concerning results. And the only thing I can say that is positive on the back of that is that the boards of the banks where we have presented detailed results have shared my deep concern. On the statistic regarding the flexibility of ethical standards, as it were, senior managers regime, for one, has been in place for a year. That's just one example of really a plethora of initiatives designed to shake up culture in the city. Does this survey suggests that we're perhaps not as far along that road as you would like. No, it doesn't suggest that, Caroline, because I have to say we recognise that this road is a long one. Everybody's learned lessons. Now we know what to do. 
There have been a number of regulatory initiatives, etc., etc. Nobody is saying that. I think we at the Banking Standards Board, the people who lead our member firms, the regulators, in fact, all recognise that to change deep-rooted cultures is a long job. The thing that makes me feel positive about what we're doing is that people have joined up to make the journey and have recognised that the banking sector has, to a quite a large extent, lost the trust of the people that it's here to serve. This particular survey was anonymous. Do you think that there is a case for really holding feet to the fire and starting naming banks that don't quite live up to the ideal? The survey is only anonymous in the sense that the report we've just published does not name names. The detailed reports have gone to each bank. Now, would us publishing those detailed reports on our website and saying this is what we found about Bank X, would that hold feet to the fire? I'm not at all persuaded by that. I don't think that would be a particularly productive way to deal with the kind of deep-rooted issues that we have here. I'm more interested here in bank boards taking ownership of issues than in putting up posters on the wall saying A is better than B. And presumably those findings can be shared with the regulator. If the regulator so wishes, and indeed they very often do. So there's no sense in which any of this is being withheld from the people who need to have access to it. But these reports are owned by the boards of banks. And Dame Collette, you said there's quite strong take-up at the moment for banks to voluntarily join the BSB. What would you say to those that are yet to join? I would say we hope you can now see the value of this project. Those banks, large and small, and indeed building societies who've joined us, have all attested to the value that they are getting out of this honest, penetrating and challenging analysis that's being presented to them. Frankly, if I was on the board of a bank, I would find this extremely useful. So my message to those who have not yet joined is, I think it would be quite a good idea if you thought further about the value to you in running your business through getting this kind of honest feedback from an impartial source. But in the end, this is voluntary. Dame Colette thank you very much. So Martin, what did you make of what Dame Colette had to say and of the survey itself? I think that she's resistant to naming and shaming, which is understandable given that she's trying to encourage more banks to join the Banking Standards Board. At the moment, they've got about 35 members, including most of the British banks and a few of the foreign banks that have large operations here in the UK. But they've still got some way to go because the likes of JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, they haven't signed up, nor have the big Swiss banks, UBS and Credit Suisse. And there's apparently talks with some of those in the process of trying to persuade them to sign up. Clearly, the regulators here in the UK are very supportive. But at the moment, you've got to ask whether there is enough evidence of this showing that things are changing. You've got to say that of late, there haven't been new big banking scandals in the UK. It's more been with the regulators. Not least at the Bank of England this week with their problem with Charlotte Hogg, the uh, new deputy governor and COO who has had to step down because of this perceived conflict of interest with her brother being at Barclays. Well, exactly. And by the way, the Bank of England is not signed up to the Banking Standards Board 
either. So maybe maybe they should. But clearly, there are still problems within these banks in terms of their culture, their organisation. When you've got a third of people working in banks saying they're afraid to speak out because there might be negative consequences for them when they see the way that business is being done, and they think there are problems with that, that's a big issue, I think, for these banks. And they should be addressing that their whistleblowing channels are clearly inadequate if people are scared that they're going to pay a price for that. And so I think regulators and banks need to work together to address some of the issues that the Banking Standards Board is rightly raising. Thanks to Dame Colette and to Martin for that. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 